everyone, welcome to So Fast So. Uh, hang on, I spiked the fucking. <laughs> I spiked myself. Hang on, now hang you on, know how on. it feels. I just turn myself down. Hey everyone, welcome to So Fast So Furious, the ultimate Fast and Furious podcast. Uh, Dominic Toretto lives his life a quarter mile at a time, so we are watching the entire Fast and Furious franchise a quarter hour at a time. I'm your co-host, Zach Vicetta. I'm Vito Lapicola. And vroom vroom bitches for Anthony Ray Bench, who is yes. not here with us today, unfortunately. Yes. Uh, Anthony is tending to a sick grandma, as you may have heard from the uh, last episode that we put out. And uh, we're hoping to be able to uh, record with him again soon. We also wanted to uh, say a big thanks to everybody who has reached out uh to uh, give their support to Anthony, uh, people from all kinds of podcasts like uh, Mike Gillis from Podcast of La Vista Baby and uh, the people from, uh, Film, from Guff. Film Guff and, and several other shows and several fans have written out to us and and really express a lot of love and support for Anthony. And uh, yeah, so thank you very much for uh, for doing that. We appreciate it. And for not bothering him on Facebook. Yes. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> he doesn't like that. Yeah, exactly. Uh, but we wanted to, you know, come in and do a quick update. Uh, we, we You may have noticed on our Instagram, we posted uh, about going to the Fast and Furious musical parody, which was a blast. It was, it was amazing because uh, Zach, I think you saw it first you were the one who was like no hey, there's um, something that's well jordan uh dobbs rosa who was a, a guest on um a previous episode he pointed it out to me and was just like hey just so you know this is going on and i was yeah, like well we, we were can't like, not we must see this show i mean and it's it was, in la so yeah and and it, it it premiered it was it was basically the premiere of the show it was at dynasty typewriter uh which is sort of near downtown la it's mm-hmm. one of the hot new comedy clubs in uh in town well i think it's more of like a, an indie Screening theater. I mean, maybe they do some no, stand up. They do, do stand up too. Okay. Yeah, because the opening night was Adam Sandler. Oh and gosh, they have people like uh, uh, Russell. I, why am I Brand? blanking on his name? Not Russell, Russell Brand. Brand. Uh, the Crow. Indian. Russell uh, Crow. The Indian uh, comedian. Um, Russell Peters. Russell Peters. Yeah, he comes in. You know, so they do stand up, and it's they do burlesque in there. They do. It's kind of like variety. an all around variety, which is show. why I was not sure what to expect with this musical yeah, I had whatsoever. No idea. Because uh, I reached out, we wanted to talk to the the cast and the crew and all that stuff, uh, which we still might. We'll see. But uh, yeah, we do have a there's standing no cast invite to to some of the people from the show and stuff like that. Yeah. So there is the possibility or the, the non possibility that may we may have them on the show mm-hmm. in the future. But there was no cast list or anything, and so we weren't. I wasn't sure if there was going to be like just a musical, like they're just going to show the movie and there's going to be music playing, or what yeah. exactly it was going to. I entail. remember where I was like, "Dude, we haven't, we know nothing about this. What if it's actually fucking Vin Diesel that comes out and is like the lead?" <laughs> he wasn't, but no. I will tell you, uh, that show. We, so, yeah, we, we thought it was going to be uh, sort of like 50s doo-wop music because that was what they were playing. They're playing a lot of you know, Grease type while, stuff like while you're waiting for the show to begin. Yeah, while you're waiting for the yeah. show. But then the show began and something very curious happened. Not it was only, good. <laughs> well, yeah, it, I thought it was actually bordering on great. It was, uh, yeah, yeah it, was, it, was, it was bizarre because like the, well, we'll mention the, the two directors and writers. Yeah, so their names were Joey Orton and Brad Silnitzer and uh, they wrote, produced, Directed and started yeah, all together. This this show and dude, I okay. So it started and I was like, this doesn't suck. Which I, I'm not a big fan of musicals. I love Grease the movie. I like mm-hmm. movie musicals, but not seeing them in the theater. Mm-hmm. Um, so I can't really call myself a big musical fan. But I 
like the first song, you know, came on and I was like, this isn't bad. The cast was great. And mm-hmm. I felt that the show got better as it went. Yeah, I would I would agree. I mean, like it, it starts off like they they sort of go through the first movie. There's no Brian character. Uh, they yeah, it, 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 because it was a recap somewhat. It, it was based somewhat on Fate of the Furious. What I was going to say is they yeah. go to the first movie and then they kind of touch on elements of the, you know, the sequels, but then they get to Fate of the Furious and that's the, the bulk of the first act anyway, is just redoing Fate, which was fine. I mean, yeah. it was, it was very goofy. They even say like the two guys when they come out there, it's like, Hey, this is dumb, which you could say that, yeah, it is dumb, but it was a lot of fun a lot of clever stuff. It was it, it you can be dumb and clever at the same lot. time. <laughs> well, here's the thing. I I honestly got a South Park vibe with with some of the music sure. in a good way. Not in a it wasn't derivative, but what I got out of it was some of the songs really touched on some amazing deep, you know, deep things, but they did it in such a way that it was still goofy and light mm-hmm. so that your average, you know, you know, Joe Blow will come in there and be like, "It was still pretty good," but it, but it, they really got deep into the meaning of the movies, which I won't spoil for anybody who, because they are planning on like making this, you know, a thing. I'm hoping it'll sure, yeah. If you get a chance to see massive. it somewhere, take a, um, take a chance. On yeah, it was it was it was really damn good. I love the fact. Uh, I wanted to point out that they had some of the characters were gender bent, like they had a uh, they had females playing the. Oh, and by the way, the characters weren't named the characters uh, from the movies. They were named the Rock. Mm-hmm. Dwayne, you know, uh, you know things like that. Although Letty and Dom had, it was no, kind of a, like it was Michelle it was Rodriguez. Uh, yeah, she was, I can't but Dom was Dom. He might have been, yeah, yeah. But anyway, the the they gender bent some of the people. Uh, there was a young lady playing the Rock. Mm-hmm. Uh, there was a young lady playing Ludacris and Roman uh, and and Rome, yeah. Roman Pierce, and they were great. Mm-hmm. Um, it completely worked. I thought it was a a great show. It was fun. Yeah, and there was a lot of great songs. I mean, I actually can't get one of them out of my head. It reminded me uh, a lot of um, Modest Mouse. It had kind of a Modest Mouse sound. Yeah, to it. yeah. It was it was a really the one good about show. being a good car. Yeah. Oh had, yeah. Like for some reason, I just thought, kept thinking Modest Mouse, but in a good way. Yeah, it was it um, was a it was a damned entertaining show, and I'm I'm hoping. I'm hoping that the response that the, it was a packed audience. Uh, the audience was really into it. Um, I'm hoping that this leads to something. You know that they can get some funding, maybe, and and take it out on the road yeah. and make it into something really amazing. It was great. A lot of fun. Yeah. Um, and there's also been just in general a ton of Fast and Furious goings on lately. Oh yeah. My my theory. I don't know if I've mentioned this to you, Vito. Is what I think is going on is that the uh, producers of Fast and Furious, they know that the Marvel Cinematic Universe is kind of winding down to some degree because right. Endgame is just finished. You know, they I know they have other movies coming out and everything, but here is their chance to get that sweet Marvel Cinematic Universe money and and really push Fast and Furious, even though you could argue it's kind of been through its, its course already. It's been it's been doing that, I, but I also you notice that it's tied in to most of the major announcement that announcement that announcements that they've been making mm-hmm. are after they fired Neil Moritz too. So I wonder if Neil Moritz was 
not want well, I, you know what i mean was it, I wonder, was it that he was fired or that he kind of wasn't re-signed or something he was he was definitely fired they okay. i mean that was i read a couple of different articles uh hollywood reporter and Variety we should say and he's produced they, every movie till he's now. produced all of the films except for hobbs and shaw and hobbs that was and shaw. his that was beef where, was because he wasn't covered in his contract for right. spinoffs right he'd get credit for remakes re reboots any of that stuff yes and and now i've never met neil moritz i i have no issue with the man whatsoever uh however the articles that i read did not paint him in a good light they difficult they to work heavily with. yeah they heavily implied that he was difficult to work with and that he was such a nitpicker do you when know it came who i to, am i was yeah. the ferrari guy in the first fast and yeah, furious yeah. film <laughs> i'm the one who they smoked in the first movie uh but but it's it's strange because they said he was so nitpicky with his contracts you know that it would like hold up productions and it would piss everybody else off and stuff so i think they took the op- this opportunity universal was like let's just cut the uh cut the rope and so and he's kicking I himself because it's the one thing he didn't think of. Ah, oh, spinoffs. Yes, yes. I didn't think of and, spinoffs. And, and as soon as he's gone, you know, they announced the Netflix show, which, which we'd heard about when when Jordan Dobbs Rosa well, was on the show. I didn't hear about. An, was it? An, he I heard about an animated. Yeah. series. I don't yeah. know if it was specifically Netflix at that point. Maybe it was. I, I can't remember if it was Netflix, but I mean, he had said that there were there were rumblings about it and stuff. So I think what they did is they took advantage of that of that firing, and they were like, now let's really you know spin ramp this it shit up. Off. Yeah, because they make a billion dollars per movie worldwide. Yeah. Oh yeah. I'm not quite sure what to think yet of Hobbs and Shaw, based on the trailers. I kind of have an idea, but I'm uh. I'm gonna. I mean, I'm, holding, I'm willing to give it a chance. Yeah. Well, it, it, we'll see. I think that the trailer it seems to be a li- pushing the wacky a little too much, you know. Um, and and this is interesting about we can maybe go on and uh, talk about the Fast and Furious Nine writers real quick. Chris Morgan is not writing the ninth movie, which I found interesting. Yeah, that's that's very interesting as well. I, I wonder s- if he was a really good friend of Neil Moritz's. If Moritz was the guy who pushed could him be, could be for all of these but I mean I, I just assumed that since Justin Lin was coming back that it would be Chris Morgan as well and um I I looked up the guy who's who's uh writing it um and it's one it's interesting because it's not a guy who's done a lot which isn't necessarily a, a a bad thing but you know you look at um some of the other directors that went directly from a a, a very low budget hit to a big blockbuster disaster like the fast or um fantastic four guy who's it right. josh trank for example yeah. just for example and yeah. it's like well good for this guy i think that young you know in, um, writers need to get a break somewhere but this is a billion dollar franchise what right. has this guy done well have you heard by the way this is this is directly related even though it's a it's an offspin that jj abrams and his son brad are writing spider-man now and and there are tons of like established Marvel writers that are really pissed mm-hmm. because uh, I think his son's name is Brad. I, I I I don't have the article in front of me, but he's like a teenager, and they're letting him write Spider Man. And basically, like mm-hmm. a couple of people, like Paul Jenkins and some of the other people that are, they were just like, okay, let me get this straight. Most writers in the industry have who have written for twenty or thirty years in comics are denied the Spider Man character. And this kid who literally has never written anything is now going to handle the number one character in the Marvel Universe because he's got a famous dad. Hmm. And uh, because basically J.J. Abrams, what the, the way they're describing it is, is that J.J. and Brad are discussing 
the stories and then mm-hmm. Brad is writing them. So even though JJ oh, Abrams' name is on the cover, it's being written by like a 15-year-old kid. Hey, you and, know what? Uh, I mean, whatever. It's kind of it's not No, I'm not It's I, not again, just the Marvel I love movies. I love JJ Abrams, so I'm not Do but, but no, I really like his movies. I'm I'm one of those kind of people I I You're enjoy his stuff. Yeah. No, he, I but, don't but, dislike the guy, but, but I don't weird, think... but but my point is is that there are people who are just like like Dan Slott had to work in comics for 25 mm-hmm. years before they handed him Spider-Man. Mm-hmm. And there are a lot of people who are like, like John Lehman who wrote Chew and he's written Batman for DC and stuff. He was just like, dude, I fucking have pitched Spider-Man stories for like years and they tell me I'm not ready. And they gave it to a kid who has zero writing credits on the, he has nothing mm-hmm. in his, I mean, he just landed the number one writing spot on the planet. Well, you know who so. is ready for Fast 9? Daniel Casey? Is, well, no, I was going to say Michelle Rodriguez, but but yes, but Daniel, Daniel Casey the is guy. the writer apparently who is doing this movie. And good, good for him. Yeah, uh, but Michelle Rodriguez was having some uh, concerns yes. about joining the cast for the ninth film. Uh, and there's an article here. Uh, it says the long-running Fast and Furious franchise has never lacked powerful female characters on screen, from Michelle Rodriguez's Letty to Gal Gadot's Giselle. Is that her name? I guess we'll find out in Fast Six. But it has struggled to be as representative behind the camera. No woman has ever directed a Fast and Furious mo- movie, nor has a female screenwriter ever worked on a Fast and Furious script. I would argue that's a little mis. I mean, it's true, but they're not saying one person has written the vast majority of. Right. It's still true. Right. But yes. it's not like they're like, oh, we'll give it to this guy, this guy, this guy, this. It's been one yeah, guy. Yeah, it's, it's had an architect behind it since Justin Lin took over, basically. Yeah. yeah. Uh, fortunately, that's about to change, and it's all thanks to Michelle Rodriguez. Rodriguez has officially signed on to reprise her role of Letty in Fast and Furious 9. The deal was made after Rodriguez secured an agreement to have a female screenwriter join the production. The actress made headlines in June 2017 for an Instagram post in which she threatened to leave the franchise unless producers showed some love to the women. Oh, I, I actually, I hate to say this, not to discredit what you just said, but on IMDb, uh, Chris Morgan is listed as one of the writers. Well, that's interesting. So I'm wondering. Probably, is it say characters? No, no, it's uh, Gary Scott Thompson as characters and then Chris Morgan written by Daniel Casey screenplay. So I have a feeling uh, Chris Morgan did maybe like the first draft. Could and be on Letterboxd, he's not credited at all. They have not, uh, they haven't mentioned the name of the, the female screenwriter that's coming in though, have they? Well, I haven't finished the article oh, yet. okay. Well, there we go. I'm not saying, that it, I'm not saying that it does, oh, but okay. I haven't finished it. I'm reading. I'm- How nice of you to to <laughs> begin reading the article while we're recording, Zach. Well, of course. That's what we're doing here. We got we got a lot of time to fill up here without That's an true. actual movie to talk about. That's true. Um, Rodriguez says, I felt like there was not enough of a female voice in the franchise. You should just evolve with the times, not just pander to certain demographics that are stuck in the past. I agree. I do think that you still need to have a narrative reason. It's fine. Bring. I mean, there's got to like, be a narrative reason to have these women have thoughts and feelings. I'm just kidding. Well, no, but no, I'm yes. kidding. I mean, it's, it's, it needs to happen for the for the male characters as well. Of course, but, yeah. And, and I don't know if they're going to mention know, this either. That, that's one of those things you that that you do have to bring up. You're like, yes, the females have been a little, uh, you know, underwritten, but, but so hasn't? have the men. Yeah, it's have you not seen these like movies? these. I mean, these aren't masterpieces. It's not Will Shakespeare. It's, yeah, they're not necessarily you know. doing yeah thespian yeah. work. I mean, yeah, there are you know, but that's we love the, the characters anyway. I exactly. Mean, with the, with these types of movies, is you know. 
pulling off these kinds of characters. And I yeah. don't think people necessarily want to see Lawrence Olivier behind the wheel. Right. You know? So, yeah. <laughs> could, could you imagine Lawrence Olivier in one of these movies? It's uh, uh, a... What, what was the line that he had? Was oh, he, gosh. I have no idea. Yeah. I'm not an totally, Olivier. It's totally uh, like, like flamboyant, bisexual British actor playing, you know... Look to out. be or not to be. To, dry, to ride or not to ride. Is this a Ford I see before me? <laughs> oh, gosh. But they're also not mentioning in this article, like, hey, there's just been an entire uh, female-centric spinoff announced. Well, I, oh, is that it, not it's, it's not yet? officially announced, but they're I'm pretty sure it. we're going to get it. And, and I can guarantee you that mm-hmm. that film will be more than likely written and directed by by women which will be uh, good here you go because i think letty is going to be in the spinoff as the lead we'll see who can yeah. say while the female writer rodriguez got to come on board the film has not yet been revealed the hiring marks a progressive time for the furious franchise universal is launching its first furious spinoff movie this summer with the rock and jason statham uh, blah blah blah. By the way, there was that. There was a ah, very the studio funny announced Hobbs at the beginning of 2019. It was also developing a female-centric Furious spinoff to be written by three women: yeah. Nicole Perlman, Lindsay Beer, and Geneva Robertson Dwarit. The female working on Fast and Furious Nine will be the first to help script the main series. Isn't it silly though? And again, I do think like yes, whoever the the. the Female, male, whatever. But I don't want to hear that she's the the person for the job because she's a woman necessarily. Right. Because you, know, like, you what... want her to be a good writer. Exactly. Patty Jenkins was great for Wonder Woman because she made a great fucking Wonder Woman movie. Pretty good movie. Pretty I good love movie. Wonder Woman. The, the third act is not the greatest, but the first two acts I think are pretty pretty great. But the, yeah. um, no, it is funny though. My my thing is going to be when that movie comes out. What if they're underwritten and what? I mean, it's like, it's a Fast and the Furious movie. Well, that is kind of the danger you put you yourself know what I mean? in. We're really like, like, where you're I, like, I, women I are finally going to be represented. You're like, they're just as underwritten in this movie as they well, are I in the other before, movies. before, you know, it wasn't such a big deal. I mean, like a woman wrote uh, Empire, the, uh, Empire Strikes Back, for example. Yeah. Yeah. You know, and no one talks about that. Right. And again, it's not like Lee, I mean, that's one example. The great Lee Brackett. Yes, yeah, exactly. She exactly. Was, yeah, she and Lawrence Kasdan wrote one of the greatest sequels of all time. Right. And yeah. I just think when it becomes like this, like, we're hiring a woman because she's a woman. Did you see, though, I can tell you, the one that I was happy with, uh, they fired Brian Singer from Red Sonia and brought in, uh, she wrote for Transparent. I think she's a creator of Transparent. I should have, uh, I, I, I just spitballed this a second ago so i didn't look her up but uh she is one of the uh writers on transparent and uh orange is the new black Mm -hmm. and they fired brian singer and brought her in now to uh to write and probably direct the movie so that should be very interesting well anyone replacing brian singer has my support (laughs) yes (laughs) um but yeah no and and i'm all for it you know if they're going to do a female centric spinoff yeah female writers great i mean why the fuck not um I just I think it's weird that it's like it's new. It's like we're not going to tell you who it is, but don't worry, guys. We've got a female writer now. Right. I don't know who is it. Well, it is weird that they're keeping this person under wraps. Yeah, yeah, and and this is kind of a, a slight tangent, but it's like um, Oprah. It's Oprah Winfrey, and then she comes running out. Mm-hmm. And you get a car. You get a car. Everyone on the show gets a car. Mm-hmm. Uh, this is a slight tangent, but. Uh, Disney just announced Star Wars has their sort of Kevin Feige, who took him long enough. Well, but it's kind of the same thing where it's like it's a it's a female, 
which is great. No mention of what she's done in the past. No mention of her being passionate about Who Star Wars. I'd have to look her up. Okay. Uh, but just that, like, we're really, really, you know, it's like, oh, well, she knows how to how to uh, manage big projects, and she uh, works really well with directors and, and, and actors. Great. Does she care about Star Wars? Right. Because I think that's an important fact. Like you were saying yeah. about the Spider-Man thing, there's tons of, like, really creative writers out there, men and women, that would love to have that position and craft a Star Wars. Uh, and, and, you know know the difference between an A-wing and a Y-wing and, and why right. you might use one and not the other, just right. for example. So, Although, you know, it can be argued sometimes that I think if, if somebody holds something too sacred and they come in, absolutely, sometimes it's just like when you hear people go, you know how I would have made The Last Jedi, Luke would have had a robotic, you know, and you're just like, well, there were a lot oh, okay, of come on. Jedi. No, 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 but my, my yes, point yes, is, yes. is like a lot of times <laughs> when you read fan stuff, you're like, oh, this person's a total fan, but their writing is crap. Sometimes sure. you got to get a person who comes in well, who goes, look, a- I respect the material. I, I'm not slavish to the thing, and I'm coming in and I'm going to shake shit up a little bit. Sometimes those people do make great, great movies. Sure. Um, so you know, I think it's just is the person really the right person for the for the job? And if they are, great. You know what totally. I mean? Totally yeah. agree. Totally agree. Yeah. Because and I we will. We I will see. be eager to see if this movie. If I mean. I'm expecting, you know, like fucking big little lies with cars if, if they're making that big deal of, of like, we want these characters to be real. Like, I'm wondering, how can well, I don't you... think they want it necessarily clamoring for them to be real, just they want Well, that, that was one of the things representation. That, that Michelle Rodriguez was saying was that the characters were so well, underwritten, there wasn't anything for them to do but, you know, be... But that's what I'm saying. It's like pieces. she's comparing un- underwritten content-wise or underwritten line quantity wise well but i mean like we were saying it's not like i mean vin diesel does a great job with the role of dom but it's not like he's that i mean like he's i don't know i guess to a degree he really is but he's also the main character of the series right you know and so like those characters are going to have more in-depth backstories whereas i I don't know i I still i see what you're saying honestly this is this is something though that just popped in my head is what do we really know about letty we know we know everything True. about Dom. We know a lot of stuff about the mysterious oh, she, they, backstory. Someone of needs Brian, to write the story about how really she got from the car to the yeah. You know what whatever. I mean? We, we really don't know that much about Letty, other than that she is really how she about got tracking down from Dom. Uh, the move from Braga to Shaw. And I don't know. I know Braga shows back up later on in six, and maybe they explain that a little bit later on. That would be pretty. Would interesting. be interesting, right? There's maybe how many we years? Pitch it. Uh, they got plenty of writers working on this stuff now, um, but I do. Th- I, all I want with the female version is just I, I want it connected somehow. If it is Letty, that's the the connection to the two film. Great. I just don't want it to be like, oh well, it's this totally unrelated group of people who are also into cars. And well, that's they'll the- find a way though to spin it around like three. You know what I mean? Like Tokyo Drift because but, so, but uh, Lucas point- Black is going to be in nine now. Right, but so, when Tokyo know, Drift came it out, together. it wasn't where it it wasn't what it is now. It was you know what I'm saying? Yeah. So I think that now they would have a they'd be more beholden to. I think they're much more conscious, it. like you said, with the you know the Kevin Feige or Feige, I don't know Feige, you, I think Feige, Feige. I think it's Feige, but I'm not sure. I'm if, a DC guy. <laughs> what do I know? So sorry to hear that. I know. Uh, but I, we mentioned earlier the the Netflix series. That's another thing, and this should um, be interesting. Um, Netflix this, does some pretty great animation. So I'm hoping that they that this isn't like a bad 80s cartoon. Fast and Furious Spy Racers begins as teenager Tony Toretto 
Dom's cousin, <laughs> follows in the footsteps of his cousin Dom when he and his friends are recruited by a government agency to infiltrate an elite racing league serving as a front for a nefarious crime organization bent on world domination. That sounds like, like I was saying earlier, like a show for kids. And I'm not saying it in yes. a bad way, but it does sound like Captain Planet. You know, it's like the there's the the bad guy is an organization. Right, right. That's going to take more than one season. We've got to save the planet. Out. Yeah. Why are you throwing your trash Dude, out on the street? You know there's what? A garbage can over there. If it's Fast and Furious, animated Fast and Furious, but like. Almost like an '80s version. I don't I mean time say, wise. At the end of every episode, there's kids hanging around a pool. One of the kids throws something on the ground. Tony Toretto pops out. Hey, why throw that there? You could throw that in the garbage can over there. And, the, and now you know. And knowing is half the battle. Exactly. Well, yeah. yeah. They have total. like like uh, different kind of like nicknames. You know, it's like like transformer type nicknames. You know, it's like right. yeah, here's Jazz and you oh, know God. Ironside. I'm not saying those specific ones, but like no, I, I think that it. if they did have those kind of like. Hey guys, what are we doing today? Oh, stopping some bad guys. Yeah. All right, it, it's team. We need you to go in and infiltrate. Exactly. Well, this this is funny because Car and Driver magazine has a has an article about this, and I love this. It says Fast and Furious becomes a Netflix cartoon for kids, in which Dominic Toretto's oh. cousin is a rat. So it does explicitly say it's for kids. Yeah, and it says uh, in which Dominic Toretto's cousin is a rat. Funny how times change. These are their bullet points: a series cartoon riffs off the Fast and Furious movie franchise, set to debut later this year on Netflix. Vin Diesel is reportedly one of the EPs. Message to the kids: Snitching is a good thing. That's pretty funny. What? That's that's in the car car and driver article, which is really Snitching funny. Snitching is a good thing. Yeah. Well, I mean, you know, that's they're kind of deriding the idea of it, you know, because it's like the originals were about bucking authority. If you really notice these movies, they are. Some, somebody posted a meme about the Toy Story movies, how the first movie's like, hey, look, toys also have feelings. The second movie's about them realizing that they need to deal with their emotions. Mm -hmm. The third one's about them realizing that death is real. And the fourth one is like, this uh, is supposedly about existential dread, how the, how the movies are about really growing up, like how kids, as you grow up, your life mm -hmm, goes. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. And I'm wondering if this cartoon is going to be something like that because those movies I don't think it's gonna be that deep <laughs> i know it's not but, pixar we're dealing with yeah it. that's true but um, uh i yeah it'll, it'll be interesting i will definitely be watching them covering all this crazy shit this is this is really funny i have to read this too mm -hmm. uh instead of living high on crime the lead character tony toretto is a government <laughs> snitch sent oh, to God. bust everyone's good times this may what? be why tony was never invited to dom's backyard barbecues and all this time Oh, well, maybe he lives in a different city or something. It doesn't say. that's hilarious. It is funny. It well, sounds like they're Why kind would of, he? It sounds like that article's kind of riffing on it. Yeah. We don't know if it's exactly going to be that There's cheesy. a trailer. You, there is a trailer online, folks. Uh, I saw it. I think it's just like, it's just cars driving and then it says Spy Racer's coming soon. Okay. It's not, there's no, yeah. Um, so we have another story to talk about. Um, and this one is, is interesting, maybe more to me than you. Uh, John Cena joins the cast of Fast and Furious 9. I haven't seen those articles. Oh, you haven't? No, that oh. was a bad riff on. I know nothing about wrestling, so I just said I can't see him. You know, that was my uh, little. Yes, yes, yes. Well, I figured you, you would get see that, him. but you didn't get it, and that saddens well, me considering that you're. But a you fan. really got to put the emphasis on the not seeing thing because okay. otherwise it's just a sentence. I don't know what I'm <laughs> that saying. You I'm say just, okay. <laughs> um, there's a there's a Forbes article I found really interesting. Uh, the tireless Fast and Furious film franchise it calls it. I would argue that it's anything but tireless. There's a bunch of wheels in these movies. 
I'm just kidding. That was pretty good, actually. Added another heavy to its pantheon of action stars by officially casting. The more I think of it. Huh? I thought that was great, but I'm just fucking with you. That's fine. fine. There's plenty of tires in this movie. They're all over the place. Uh, Officially (laughs) casting actor and former WWE wrestler John Cena for its upcoming ninth installment. Okay, I have a theory on this, by the way. Yeah. I know that you're really excited about it. I know, you know, they're I going, mean, excited. They're going I mean, for the wrestling I'm... demographic, obviously, because mm. it worked. I think what happened is this. I don't know if it's okay. I think I think that, you know, we've heard about that rift between uh, Vin Diesel and The Rock mm-hmm. that they supposedly hate each other. Now, they, 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 they were like bros at first. And then they, you know, then they plan the spinoff. The spinoff obviously has caused a lot of consternation between like Neil Moritz and you know it's caused a lot of conflict Neil Moritz gets fired the Hobbs and Shaw spinoff is obviously so he doesn't have to work with Vin Diesel anymore I'm wondering if they're bringing in John Cena to replace the rock if I don't think he'll be in nine no, they 10. are they are yeah yeah he's not I wasn't sure if he was cast in those movies but I mean that was well my, yeah like I think the intent is to bring him in to replace Hobbs in the main series because I think the rock is wishing and hoping that Hobbs and Shaw takes off to the same degree that the Fast and Furious franchise. You know, it'd be hilarious is if in the opening uh, sequence of nine, they're like, it's too bad. Hobbs was, you know, killed. Brutally murdered. Yeah, killed in combat. They like totally like. And kill everyone off. saw it happen. Yeah. <laughs> they look at like, each other. It's right, like Karate right? Kid 2 where they, he's like, Daniel san, where is Ali? And he's like, oh, she dumped me for some football player at Yale or whatever. Mm-hmm. Like they just totally write the person off and you're like, oh, it's because they didn't want them to ever come back. Well, uh, there's there's more here. Uh, Cena tweeted confirmation of the role. Uh, For nearly 20 years, he says, the, fra- the Fast and Furious franchise has entertained fans and created some of the biggest cinematic moments in history. It's an incredible honor to join this franchise and family. It's an incredible honor for me to come in and fuck it up. <laughs> well, and get paid uh, half a he's million not, bucks. He's not the greatest half actor. Half a billion bucks. He really is not a great actor. Cena's character is under wraps. Except for the tidbit from an unnamed source that he'll play, quote unquote, a badass. Now, gee, I don't know that that. Thanks, unnamed <laughs> gives fucking you much source. Information. Give me a fucking break. Everybody in the series is a badass. The extras are a badass. What are they going to have John Cena show up and he's Jack a fucking Jack O'Connor is a badass. No, that's what I'm saying. Is he going to show up and he's going to be like a bespectacled nerd, be, nerd who's like, oh, what are you guys doing on those cars? Of course he's going to be a fucking badass. It's just, you could, there's more explanation behind it that you I'm could wondering if he's gonna like play some sort of Toretto or something I don't no, know he's not gonna play a Toretto he's gonna be he's gonna be basically the uh, Hobbs character except probably a different division he's gonna be some government military agent guy is my theory yeah, because so. Cena always plays a military guy in every movie he's in right. that's his thing is that uh, he's gonna be some kind of uh, marine former marine perhaps a, a marine in training some kind of marine right so, I doubt it'll be a big departure for him in this role. He's kind of like the Steve, the new Steven Seagal. In oh, every God. Steven Seagal movie, he's he's the former you know agent you know turned blah cook, right. former agent turned car salesman, former agent turned you know. Well, because that's the easiest, most cliche thing to start with, right? I I think that Cena will be he he won't be a former anything. He's going to be. The, the best at no, what he does. No, that's what I'm saying, but he'll be like, he'll be the military guy. He's probably going to work with Kurt Russell, and he'll be one of the guys that they bring in to like run the team we'll or see. something like that. We'll or, see. Or he'll be a bad guy. 
We'll see. It'd be very cool. Either way, he'll be a badass. Maybe he's like Reggie Verone, Carter's brother. (laughs) As a hulking dose of new blood, Cena's star power should squarely fill the the void left by Dwayne Johnson, who played uh, DSS agent Luke Hobbs beginning with Fast Five, but reportedly won't reprise the role in Fast and Furious 9. It's presently uncertain whether Johnson will return for the 10th film, but the country is already seeing ads for the spinoff Hobbs and Shaw. So we'll see how that goes. I uh, I have a weird, I don't know, man. I, I think that with the eighth film, once once Paul Walker died and once that rift came between Vin and, and, and Dwayne Johnson, there there's a weird dip in quality and there's a weird... Well, it's just I that think, one movie, though. Yeah, but I, I, have a, I have a really weird feeling about the upcoming films. Well, we'll you see. know what I mean? It feels like they're just kind of like going well, through the motions now. Well, it feels of... more like they're trying to build the franchise than figure out story stuff. I mean, who can say? I, I thought I've, all of them up to up through seven are pretty darn good. Yeah. You know, so if you're judging it by the most recent one, that's not In Hollywood, you're only as good as your last picture. Right. And I mean, it's not like F. Gurry Gray hasn't stopped making movies. Right. So no one's being punished for Fate of the Furious is what I'm saying. That's because you, your movie could make, as long as it makes a billion dollars, nobody gives a shit if it's good. That's right. Yeah. That's so. lesson in Hollywood for you, for those of you out in the Midwest. <laughs> so there's a lot going on with Fast and Furious. Yeah. I'm not sure what we'll do once we sort of catch up with the films and it's not as easy to do 15 minute increments because they're not available on you know DVD yet or whatever. Right. So we'll I guess figure we'll, it out. Cross that bridge when we get to it. Yeah, and uh, we'll do what most podcasts do that have a gimmick. Download it, improvised. No, <laughs> we'll right. just we'll just figure out. But what's else. a long form, form herald going to do? We have a <laughs> we have an interview with a guy who was once. I need a location. Someone from at, the audience. Yeah, we'll figure it out. Yes. Well, I think that's about all the juice we can squeeze well, from these articles. Let, let me ask you this. Okay, after that last film, what do you think the plot? for the ninth film might conceivably be because I, if I remember correctly, I only saw it once. I saw, I only saw the movie once, but didn't Charlize Theron's character get away? Isn't she still around? I don't, I don't remember. So she's we'll, probably, we'll get there when we yeah, get to She's it. probably going to be, you know, still know. a villain. And I think John Cena might be a villain in this. Uh, we'll I have a theory. I mean, I, I mean, it could be anything, yeah. you know what I'm He'll saying? He'll be a like villain that they, that they turn into an ally. A what? An ally. Oh, an ally. Yeah, he'll 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 be just like Jason Statham's character. He's a villain, and then suddenly in the next movie, he joins the team. I think it's it would be impossible to shows. even speculate. You yeah, know what I mean? True. Like the, like they want to push these. To, if the I think that in the tenth installment, they got to go to space. I'm not sure how, but it needs to happen. Maybe they'll go underwater for this one. I don't know. There's going to be a race on the moon. Maybe on the dark side. No, of the a moon. race to the moon. Oh God, the space race. What the fuck? Writes itself. <laughs> We need you to be the, the headliners for our space force to go up there and battle the unknown. The space race wars. Vin Diesel pops up. I'm in. <laughs> in space. Uh, it would be so bad. It's and Roman's like, terrible. I ain't going out of space. Are you kidding? I don't care how black it is. Yeah. He'll be like, it'll, it'll be like the Carl Urban, Urban uh, Doc from uh, Star Trek where he'll be like, Space is full of fucking death and you know horrible things, man. But Carter Verone, you're gonna up make there. you're gonna make eighty million dollars. Oh shit! Where do I sign up? Oh god! Carter Verone killed Brian and escaped to the moon. Only Vin Diesel can get him. And then they're gonna bring everybody back. But he needs a team. I really want to see. Um, 
Eva Mendez come back. I want her to be, you know, back in the fold. I think it'd be great if well, she. Well, there's not up. room for everybody. Yeah. Yes, there is. Apparently, <laughs> they're they're shoving so much into these. They're like a hot pocket. There's like fucking. They're shoving so much in there that it's bursting when you take it out of the microwave. You know what I mean? Sure. I don't know. That was a bad analogy. No, no, no. But, I'm uh, just thinking. I don't want anything to do with a hot pocket. <laughs> so in that case, what's your beef against hot pockets? I don't know. They're tiny. You... They're full of delicious. Have you ever flavor. had one? Yeah. You see, did them you all the regret time it immediately? I... Yes. <laughs> just checking. So what else? I don't know. That was. I think uh, that's about it. Yeah. Very excited to see where they go. Uh, I really. There's hope. a lot of Fast and Furious stuff coming up. Yeah, I hope the ninth movie is like massively entertaining. <laughs> I unlike do too. The eighth. I mean, I wanted I wanted to go back, and I'm not even look. If they went back to like strictly street racing, I'm all for it. But I don't think they're gonna. Do, they I want them to go back to basics in the in the sense of like six, seven. You know, like be the big budget action spy franchise. You know, the international espionage stuff. Like once you start getting into kind of like the wacky shit. You know, superhumans. I don't know. It just seems like they're trying too hard to be Marvel. It's it's very weird because the series, again, it sort of feels like there was a point where they went from Sean Connery to Roger Moore. You know what I mean? Like it it it, it suddenly you get Moonraker and you're like, what the fuck? There's lasers and like guys with metal teeth and like, you know, spaceships and stuff. Mm-hmm. Like I feel they're heading to that well and i think I'm that there's always exactly a, maybe it, maybe it was even neil mortz i don't know but there's always a producer who's saying like no we got to be bigger than the last movie yeah you know in the previous movie it's like they did you know they jumped out of a building it's like uh antarctica uh, we're going to snow you know we're right. driving on snow there's there's a fucking submarine and it's bursting <laughs> up through the thing and cars are flying by the way anytime i do an impression of an agent always from new york i don't know why Hey, this is what we're doing. It's you that's over there. Where William Morris was originally located. <laughs> okay, well, yeah. so it's it's accurate. They have offices in New York and L.A. Yes. Oh man. Well, I I don't know. It's just, like there's there's a lot of uh, sort of there, there's we don't have any proof of any good new Fast and Furious stuff. It's a lot of like upcoming and we'll see. Yeah, yeah. So that's all I can say is hashtag we'll see. Awesome. Would be well see. <laughs> Which would make no sense. Yes, um, but, but uh, yeah, I think I think we're good for now, and, and uh, I believe we are going to try to be back perhaps next weekend, uh, next yeah. week with 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 Anthony. Either uh, maybe we can do a Hangouts version. We did an experiment with well, the quick update episode was yeah. Google Hangouts, and, yeah. and he seemed to think that went pretty well. So hopefully we can get him on, and we'll get back into Furious Six, and uh, we'll continue the. The, the deep, deep love of uh, Luke Hobbs and uh, Dom Toretto. Oh, yes. The, the love that became hate yes. and fueled a franchise. No, no, no. The hate that became love. Well, it's the opposite in real life from the movie. Remember, they hated uh, each other in the movies and they grew to love one another. And in real life, they loved one another and well, grew this, to hate each other. This podcast is strictly about the narrative character. Fine. <laughs> Except for this episode, apparently. Yeah. Because we needed a filler to, to keep... Uh, the fast We're keeping and furious the hope alive. family, yeah, in, informed because you demanded it. Yeah, even if sort you of. didn't, we heard you because we made up the fact that you demanded it. <laughs> yeah, check up with us next week, and uh, we're excited to get back into the film. So, thanks for listening. Adios. Bye.
Rover and Bitches.